everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. You're listening to Lynette, and this is Living with Dissociative Identity Disorder. Today's podcast is going to be about my post-traumatic stress disorder and I wanted to talk about what PTSD is as well as how I initially got my PTSD. And also I wanted to touch on a little bit of uh, why it's reoccurring. So, according to WebMD, post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, once called shell shock or battle fatigue syndrome, is a serious condition that can develop after a person has experienced or witnessed a traumatic or terrifying event in which serious physical harm occurred or was threatened. PTSD is a lasting consequence of traumatic ordeals that cause intense fear, helplessness, or horror such as a sexual or physical assault that unexpected the unexpected death of a loved one, an accident, war, or natural disaster. Families of victims can also develop PTSD, such um, as can emergency personnel and rescue workers. Most people who experience a traumatic event will have reactions that may include shock, anger, nervousness, fear, and even guilt. These reactions are common, and for most people, they go away over time. For a person with PTSD, however, these feelings continue and even increase, becoming so strong that they keep the person from living a normal life. People with PTSD have symptoms for longer than one month and cannot function as well as before the event occurred. Some symptoms include, um, well, some some symptoms of <laughs> PTSD most often begin within three months of the event. In some cases, however, they do not begin until years later. The severity and duration of the illness vary. Some people recover over uh, within six months within, uh, while others suffer much longer. Okay, so then it goes into the... Um, the Groot 
four categories of symptoms. One, reliving. People with PTSD repeatedly relive the ordeal throughout through thoughts and memories of the trauma. These may include flashbacks, hallucinations, and nightmares. They also may feel great distress when certain things remind them of the trauma, such as the anniversary date of the event. And I'm going to add my commentary as well. That way this won't be so long drawn out. But um, I wanted to stop right here um, just briefly to note that I have... Okay, so I actually experienced my first traumatic experience when I was around the age of six. Um, I was visiting my dad on his scheduled um, parental visitation weekend and my dad's friend um, molested me. It was so traumatic that I actually created Aya and I also have flashbacks of the event, um, however, I blurred out his face for some reason, so I don't even know what the guy looks like, and that haunts me to this day, because he could be literally anyone, and that freaks me out to, like, no end. So, I do relive the very first incident as well as the other incidents that that um, reoccur or reoccurred that caused my PTSD to flare up, and that does happen as well. Okay, so back to the four main categories. Number two is avoiding. The person may avoid people, places, thoughts, or situations that may remind him or her of the trauma. This can lead to feelings of detachment and isolation from family and friends, as well as a loss of interest in activities that the person once experienced. Once again, that is also true for me um, because I every time I pass by the apartments where my dad stayed during that time, I find myself accelerating past it. And I don't even stay in the same city anymore. But um, one of my... Uh, when I was 19, I was, I was gang raped. And um, they category or they label it as a gang rape because there was more than one perpetrator. I have no idea how many people there were um, that assaulted me, 
but I was a virgin and it actually just it opened my eyes every time I'm in that area where my innocence was stolen from me I I get really bad vibes and I hate it I really do and I try to everything in my power to avoid similar situations that area I avoid that house I avoid going around people that reminds me of the people that did it to me um it's just really really horrible and I will do a whole nother um podcast about that incident um but yeah back to the categories (laughs) number three is the increased arousal okay these include excessive emotions problems relating to others including feeling or showing affection difficulty falling or staying asleep irritability outbursts of anger difficulty difficulty concentrating and being jumpy or easily startled the person may also suffer physical symptoms such as increased blood pressure and heart rate rapid breathing muscle tension nausea and diarrhea and once again um i do need to add my commentary because i can relate to this as well um Aside, aside from the, the um, most of the physical symptoms, I do acknowledge and recognize that I do have the excessive emotions. Um, I do also have outbursts of anger, difficulty going to sleep and staying asleep, um, and that's also due to the reli- or reliving the traumas. Um, and the nightmares, tactile hallucinations, um, things of that nature. Uh, so it is real. And for me, it's reoccurring. It's constant. And that's something that a lot of people with PTSD, whether it's military, military related or not, we have to suffer with things that you can't see but it's still there number four is the negative cognition and (laughs) mood I can't read (laughs) I can but I can't okay so this refers to thoughts and feelings related to blame estrangement and memories of the traumatic event so i i think that last one is pretty much self-explanatory um and it ties into the other three as well so that makes sense definitely 
Um, but I think it's very important to understand that a lot of the PTSD symptoms all kind of tie into one another. And that's why a lot of people seem to be out of touch or annoying or difficult to be around when they're having a PTSD um, PTSD episode. Um, but you have to bear with people because we didn't ask for this. Like it said uh, uh, um, in the beginning, a lot of people can get over it. And a lot of people can... Um, can they're not so triggered quote-unquote um meanwhile (laughs) not everyone is that lucky we have we're not we're sensitive and um because we are sensitive um we suffer and it's not fun at all it's it's really really horrible and I think it's very important that if you even suspect that someone you know or yourself might suffer from PTSD, then please get help as soon as possible. Because if you don't, things around you will continue to crumble and fall. And you don't want that. We already, it's already paranoia. There's already, um, hallucinations and your emotions are not stable. Things are just crazy all the time. And that's not your fault. And I had to understand that as well. Like, just recently I started to accept who I am. And what is wrong with me? And I'm slowly learning more and more about who I am, all of me. And realize that what happened to me and what continued to happen to me, it's not my fault. And because I have this disorder, that's not my fault either. But I can't be a victim. I can't continue to be a victim. And the only way that I feel like I can fight that is by going to see my trauma therapist. Now, granted, not everyone has a trauma therapist in their area. And I I understand that. But there are therapists. There are people that you can talk to. You might have to pay. But I mean... At the end of the day, it's worth it. So, I just wanted to touch base on that real quick and update that my head is like pounding. It has been driving me crazy all day, but I haven't updated my podcast in like a week or so. (laughs) So, I wanted to stop by and update with a new podcast and I also wanted to let you guys know that I will be back with another tomorrow um, because if I don't do it tomorrow and my mom comes here from the hospital 
um, then I just won't have the opportunity to do it at all. And that's just not, that's not something I want to do. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I will be back tomorrow with um, information about my PTSD, what caused it, and the reoccurring events that haunt me. So, yeah, if you're interested in listening for that, then please stay tuned. Um, Subscribe to my podcast on the platform that you're listening to me on. And I will be back, like I said, tomorrow. Have a good evening.